0: Crowd uh, having a great time the whole, here. The whole office is here. Yeah, our office is here. A lot of great Waddling wow. Sylvie fans. Lisario uh, just brought us uh, some cigars. Very nice. It's fantastic. From uh, going cigar- to get a good smoke in tonight, aren't you? From cigar shop. Yeah, I haven't had a cigar in a bit. I I usually do on vacation. I did not have a cigar. So uh, I will have a cigar this weekend. There you go. Now and uh, so that's fantastic. I also uh, h- how do I say is a parag 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 just stopped us. Did I say it right? Parag's over here, one of our fine listeners, and Parag just told me, check this out. He has twin eighteen-month kids. Oh boy, he is try is such a big Bears fan. He is selling to his wife a draft vacation, a Bears draft vacation. And he is selling it this way, since it's in Kansas City, that his wife is from St. Louis. He's like, I got a great idea. Why don't you go home to St. Louis with the twins? Drop you off there? And he, the way he termed it is, well, tuck and roll. We'll drop you off there. I'll tuck and roll over and, to, Kansas, head to City. Kansas City. And to Kansas City. And I'll drive for the extra three and a half hours to Kansas City. Wow, he dressed that up nice. Yes. Like, I love yeah. the way his brain is thinking. He was asking Honey, us, I'm
1: going to do you a favor. I'm going to drive yes. you home to your parents' house with the kids, and I'm going to go to Kansas City and watch the Bears go through the draft.
0: That's how you parent.
1: Yes. That's how you yes. parent right there. That's how you live by yourself in an apartment down the street.
0: No, it's not. That's, no. That I think that's win-win. That's win for the wife. That's win for the kids. That's win for dad. Well, why that's, don't you want to spend time with me fandom. and the kids and my parents? He's but been spending all the time in the world, and you've got twins Yeah, now. and I
2: remember when they were 18 months. Yes, the in-laws are vital for that bonding time with their brand-new grandchildren. Yeah. Absolutely, they should be spending a little bit of time in St. Louis while he watches the
0: draft in KC. You don't think those 18-month-old year old kids, 18-month-old kids, and when there will be, what, it's a 20 month or 21 months, whenever the draft is, 22 months, they will appreciate the story from dad. When the Bears build their roster through this year's draft into a Super Bowl team, and Parag will tell their ki- his kids... This is where I was daddy there. was when they built the Super Bowl roster. That will be the best story ever. I tell my kids all the time. I was at this sporting event, this sporting event, that sporting event. And now he will be able to do the same. That's, I think, it, yeah, I think I he think just sold it. Yeah.
1: I think his I, wife's all in. No I would, question.
2: Kids, let me tell you about the time I was at the draft when Ryan Poles traded back yeah. and, and added multiple first-round picks. The night of, we didn't know who they were taking, but we knew we were in for a franchise-changing altera- alteration to this
1: organization. Dad, read me a book. Organization.
0: No, let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a life lesson on how it was win for Mommy, it was win for you with your grandparents, and it was win for Daddy. But most importantly, it was win for the Bears. And this Check is- back in and let us know how that goes, will ya? And, and you? And let- yeah. this is a story of how the Bears won. And how the Bears started to build their franchise. This is the beginning. What are you worried about? Are you smelling gas? Yes, are you too? <laughs> no, and I don't Did mean, you smell that as well? I, I mean real gas. Yes. No, 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 yeah. not, 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 yeah. not gas from the ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd prefer gas from the ass versus the gas that's No, I, like. I just think it's because there are heaters in the room that we're in. I just think it's from that. Okay. Now I feel all better. Good. So I shouldn't can light I get a, your lighter? I, I shouldn't light Dad, up my light cigar up now. Cigar? Yeah. I, Let me light your cigar for you. <laughs> all right. So we talked to Doug earlier, and the reason why we like to uh, tell you that we put these in the can is because— Doug's phone sucks? Doug's phone sucks. And, we, and I think we were even here one time when we put them on live, and it used to cut out. And then we would always lose out on the plays, and I would get frustrated. And you know me. I'm a good phone guy. I like people with good phones. Very tolerant of those who don't have good phones. This is an audio medium, and it's important to be able to hear people when they're on audio. So uh, we make sure that Doug, we're able to hear everything. And when we tape, Doug is in a good spot, in a good cell, and his phone's crystal clear. So we talked to Doug earlier. We got all the plays in, and we relived last week's prop bet where he – Told us he liked Geno Smith's over completion total, and not only did that cash, but it went down to the wire in thrilling fashion. And this was Doug's take.
3: Yeah, you know it it, it turned out to be a sweat, and it didn't help that early in the game that Geno was throwing deep, like the touchdown pass to Metcalf, but. You know, a lot of times these props come down to quote-unquote meaningless drives, and we had to convert a fourth down after a locket drop. So there was some, uh, certainly some drama for a game that was otherwise already decided.
1: All right, so since we all had some success on that prop bet, is there any prop bet leading into this weekend that's caught your attention?
3: You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hemming and hawing, but I think if I had to play one, I would play Jalen Hurts. Under fifty-one and a half rushing yards, I think the injury and that variable, given how he looked in Week 18, definitely concerns me a little bit. So I would um, I would play that, but it's not like a favorite play or anything like that. It's just not.
1: Okay,
0: hey, let's stick with that game uh, since you segued there, and that's that's tomorrow. That's the second game uh, tomorrow. And a lot of people from what I've gathered, I don't know how, how the sharp money's going or the gambling money's going, but at least the analysts, a lot of people seem to think that the Giants are really gonna give the Eagles a good game here, especially with Hertz being banged up with the shoulders still being sore. How do you feel about the seven and a half that the Giants are getting?
3: Yeah, it it is tough because we can't look at these games through the lens of the regular season. The regular season, a team like Philly would play loose, let it rip, and let their talent play out. But that's just not the case, and that's why we saw the Eagles blow out the Giants at MetLife earlier this year. But in the playoffs, it's more hands on deck. The Giants are also healthier. Adoree Jackson's back. And everyone's just more focused and prepared, and the Eagles are just trying to get out of there with a win. And then on top of that, to your point, the health of Hurts, who remember was the MVP front front runner for most of the season, and there's just such an unknown there. So the number, from a line value perspective, it does feel like Philly is the right side because they were seven and a half point favorites at the Giants not too long ago, a couple months ago, or a month and a half ago. So, but it's just a different animal now. I do not think the Giants will be able to live in the backfield again. Philly because the Eagles have such a strong interior offensive line as opposed to Minnesota which was so banged up last week and I think the Eagles will grind them away in the second half. I prefer to play the Philly in a teaser with the Chiefs and I know that's going to be an extremely popular play but I just don't want to mess around with the 7.5 because it's a playoff game. I do think teasers have value in the postseason and that's why I'll play it.
1: That's where I was going next Doug because the Chiefs I kind of like them at nine. I just think the step up in class for the Jags is going to be too much for them in the moment. But if you can give me the Chiefs at six and pair them with the Eagles or somebody else, I think that that's a very enticing play. Do you believe that the Chiefs are head and shoulders above what this Jags team is right now?
3: Yeah, so you're right. Class is the right word. Like, Can, can the Jags really go to into KC with a little snow in the forecast and hang – with this Chiefs team, that's just going to be refreshed from the bye week and ready to rock. I would say no, and I and then, and then the, remember the Jags' weakness of their defense is pass defense. So there's a lot of reasons to like the Chiefs. I just feel like they've played down their opponents a lot in the in the posts in the in the last like two months, except for the Raider game in Week 18. But even then, that was the Raiders shooting themselves in the foot. So I just think it's a big number. Doug Peterson's been so good, and if you had a team that was in that situation and knew the you know playoffs and all that, it would be Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence as my head coach quarterback combo. So there's a chance that they hang around the number and the and the Chiefs tighten up like they did last year in the AFC title game. So I'm not in a rush, but if I can adjust the point spread and play a minus two and a half to pair with the Eagles, I got a nice little teaser for Saturday.
0: What about the total in the in that game? I, I've got it at 53 for Jags and Chiefs.
3: So it's been bet up a little bit from 51 and a half. No wind in the forecast at Arrowhead. I would play over if I had to play that total. I, I do lean that way. It's Again, the Jags pass even and I think Lawrence will have settled down. They got some of those playoff jitters out of their systems, evident in the first quarter, three interceptions a week ago. I think he can sort of set, settle in and uh, just play their game. And I think you can see some points here on this Chiefs defense.
0: Uh, Waddle scoffed at me when I brought up the uh, Trevor Lawrence Saturday game stat that he has never lost on Saturday. How does a, uh, a big gambler like you feel about something like that?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's like the PCI segment. Is it something or nothing? I would say it's nothing I, in terms of now. That's solely in terms of predictive. Um, like, would I factor that into my handicap? Absolutely not. But I do think it's fun to mention those stats. And I think it's, there are cool fun facts always, oh, even in the betting space. Uh, teams have gone under whatever amount in a row, all that. Like, all that stuff's fun to discuss. But yeah, I would not lean on that stat as a predictive measure. You,
1: you know it's fun? Cash and winning tickets. That's what's fun. <laughs> right, Don? Am I right about that? Hey, uh, yeah, let's go... that's more fun than anything. Yeah, let's go to Sunday. I, I'm confused by this Bengals Bills line. Because I personally feel that the Bengals are getting way too many points here at five and a half. I think the number is Buffalo, very, very good, but they have been so self destructive at times this year. How does this one play out in your world? Yeah, no, it's, it's a fair point.
3: It's a team I really, two teams I don't want to bet on either of them, right? So, a couple things. This has been a really interesting part, and I have a column posting tomorrow where I just wrote about it, line move of the week, and this is the focus. So, there's two factors in play here. One, it was a bad opening line, according to some odds makers. They said it should have never opened three and a half. It should have been like five, five and a half. Because if you think about it from a straight power ratings perspective, and that's what determines the opener, just a couple of weeks ago, Buffalo was a two and a half point favorite at Cincinnati. So you remove the home field advantage for Cincy, give it to Buffalo, and you can't have three and a half, right? Like it's got to be higher because if they were two and a half at Cincy, you can't be three and a half at home. Right. Um, given the taking away a home field and then giving it to another one. So like five feels right just from a power ratings standpoint. Now, on top of that, the sharp money came in pretty, you know, pretty v- vigorously early in the week on Buffalo because of the offensive line injuries. It's, outside of the quarterback, nothing matters more to professional money than the tackles and offensive line. So Cincy will be down three starters. You know, they lost the guy week 14, I want to say. so They're they're down three starters on the offensive line, including both tackles. And we saw it in the second half last week where Burrow, they couldn't run the ball, and then Burrow could barely get the ball out. And that's why they had to punt and do all that stuff. So I, I like the under-team total for the Bengals, 21-and-a-half. I just don't want to rely on the Bills to cover and all that because they've been so unpredictable and shaky, as you guys were alluding to.
0: Yeah. It's amazing because, like, I get it. Um, it all starts up front. Everything starts up front. You look at um, Skylar Thompson going in there, and how many points they score? 31? Yeah, a bunch. You know, 34, they whatever it was. Yeah, touchdown, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, but then Joe, uh, Joe Burrow-led team you're looking at to go under. So it, it it's, it's an interesting play, Doug.
3: Well, but again, so McDaniel's basically has done what Shanahan has done: took a third-string quarterback and took the weapons and made easy throws for stud weapons, right? Like like um, Tyree Killings, and that that's how they put up a lot of points. Also, they got the scoop and score off the sack off Josh Allen. So if you, I, I know what you mean, though. Like the Bengals, you got Joe Cool; he's been able to counteract it and all that. But just that's my thought process here. I wish the Bills still had Von Miller and had, better defense, but they don't, but I think that's the right way. I don't want to muck around with this five and a half. I just feel like it's in that no man's land. And obviously four and five are not the most key numbers and most common margins of victory. They only land about 4% each. So it's just a kind of a tough line. So I'd rather just say, Hey, this Cincy team's going to have to matriculate the ball up the field. If they do it all, they can't run the ball. And there's a chance the bills, you know, kind of dominate in that regard.
1: This one just smells like a backdoor cover to me. Like, since he can score a late touchdown, even if they've are dry or they been driven on the majority of the game. But who knows? Maybe the Bills finally come up and play a clean game. And if the Bills play a clean game, they can beat anybody when's the by last number. Time?
0: But when's the last time they've just played one of Yeah, I, I'm with time. you on yep. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what are the odds? Um, do you have a, a number? Have you handicapped? the possibility of get-up going off the air if the Cowboys lose <laughs> and they don't have anything to talk about. I feel like the Cowboys have somehow become ESPN's home team.
3: Well, I don't know about that because that's more first take with Stephen A., but it, it, it's about we, we cover the NFL vigorously and thoroughly, and obviously the demand is there across the country with the betting numbers and just everything. Um, and the Cowboys look. I think it would have been hilarious to tell Jerry Jones when he, la- he won his last Super Bowl that you'll never win another one. But I, I do think they have some. They're somewhat live as an underdog this weekend.
0: So you like you? Is that one of your better plays? You like the Cowboys plus well, four?
3: No, I mean it is my favorite play of the weekend, but it's not Dallas. It's San Francisco. I oh. look. You can't. You can't. I'm not going to completely rule out Dallas. Like, look, just like I said, Trevor Lawrence and got the jitters out, won a game, you know, he can play loose. Dallas can come into here with house money. They, they got over the hump finally last week, and I, and I and that's great. But I also don't think they'll play as great as they did last week. Congratulations. You beat a team that had a losing record from the league's worst division, and it really stunk. So congratulations, and you beat a team that had the worst cover percentage that really defined disappointment and underperformance the entire year. Great. Now you got to go to San Francisco with two shorter days of rest, they a team that's won 11 straight, including 9-2 against the spread, and has the best defense in the NFL from a ratings perspective. Their offense is top five, and yes, they have a third-string quarterback, and yes, he can look shaky like he did in the first quarter a week ago, but for the most part, they're overmatched. Dallas is not really that strong, and they've been inconsistent all year. I'll lay the short number with St. Fran.
1: Hey, let's let's do a, uh, a futures play here. If you had to put your money down, Doug, who would you project to be the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers in 2023?
3: I think it's Purdy. I really do. I, I think the Niners are going to go to the Super Bowl. They might win it. And it's just going to be really hard to replace a guy like that because you also have to factor in his improvement, right? So if you're going to project with Trey Lance or whatever, you have to project with Purdy as well. He's going to become more knowledgeable and sharper.
1: Yeah. It's, listen, it's a great story. There's no question about it. Great story.
0: Any other uh, plays that you like this weekend, Doug? So that's really it. I, you know, like I said, I
3: turned in my column. I, I don't have plays on all the games really like last week. Last week I was really, <laughs> excuse me, I felt strong about a few plays. But i, I just not feeling it the rest of the card.
1: I think Doug's a little uh, a little sad that the uh, football season seems to be coming to a close. I think I can hear it in his voice today.
3: You know, I do get a little
1: sad even before
3: the season ends, but I also realize that my life is going to get back. and I'll be able to resume my normal routine and have weekends off and not have to get up at the crack of dawn on Sundays and things like that. So it's a little bit of a give and a take on that front as well. So maybe I'll just become a huge Uh, you know, XFL fan and XFL better. And then we get the best of both worlds. My kill schedule and then football to bet on.
0: That's kind of a reach. Um, What's your favorite football (laughs) weekend? I know you're more of a college guy, but like on, on the NFL slate, like this is my favorite NFL weekend. What, what is your favorite NFL weekend?
3: Oh, that's a good question. I would say it's uh, this weekend as well, because of the quality of teams, you get the one seeds back into the equation, but man, I don't know. Like I, I it could be just week one because you get you've been craving for NFL all off season and then you get the full college card as well. So it might be week one and then on top of that you know you have the entire season ahead of you as well.
0: Yeah, the weather's still good. It's yeah. September. Weather's still... Yeah, college is just Weather's always up. You have good, good your, where he
3: is. Still have your full bankroll.
0: That's true. That's true, Doug. All right, we'll talk next week. We have Championship Week, uh, Championship Sunday for next uh, weekend, and then we'll have the big Super Bowl. We appreciate everything. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me on, and good luck to everyone listening, and uh, you know,
3: enjoy the football.
0: There you go, Doug Kazarian. I was going to ask, like, I think it's a good uh, poll question about uh, what's your favorite NFL weekend, whether it's opening weekend. Because that that's probably of all the weekends why this one isn't my favorite like in total because opening day football weekend is my favorite where it's zero and zero your team has hope you don't know what your team is going to look like any season is a possibility because of the parody in the NFL um, like, like I said, said
1: earlier today. Who would have ever predicted that three teams from the NFC East would still be in the postseason? Yeah,
0: exactly. remember it was just a year or two ago we were just goofing on the NFC East. It was the NFC East and everything like that. Um, So, like, I would would put it at, like, uh, is it opening weekend? Is it the next weekend? Because everyone's just like, hey, my favorite NFL weekend is just the next weekend. (laughs) Is it Bears-Packers week? Or is it... This week or Super Bowl week? like Those are like Uh, the five options that I would choose. Of all,
2: I actually would next weekend might be my favorite. Championship week, but there are no Saturday games. You're right, but you've got... You've got four teams. Every every team's vying. And there's something, too, about just making it to the Super Bowl that makes your season feel like a success. So, Granted, you still want to go on and win the Super Bowl, but it's a huge achievement, Where and you get two games. You're right. You don't have the Saturday aspect of it, but those get games have a heightened feel. Whereas the Super Bowl, there's so much stuff that comes with the Super yeah. Bowl that I can't appreciate. Super Bowl's almost a letdown the, in the, some ways. It is. A I little mean, bit. It's a great party yes. at Waddle's house. The, the atmosphere surrounding Super Bowls is awesome, but oftentimes the first quarter is a letdown because the teams are so hyped up, and they're, but they've got to wait longer than they normally do. There's so much pomp and
1: circumstance surrounding it that it's not always as much fun. Yeah, I always resisted the thought that this weekend was the best because I always felt like next weekend was the best, the teams that will ultimately earn their way into the Super Bowl. But I've kind of shifted the way I feel about it because I've always felt... When your season begins, just for me, your season is a success if you can find your way into the Final Four. Like, even if you are the team with the highest payroll, the best players, whatever the case, there are so many things that happen over the course of a season in all sports. That to get to the Final Four, to get to the championship game in your conference, to me, is what the goal has to be. And hopefully you get past it and you get to the Super Bowl or the championship or the World Series or whatever it is. But to play for the right to go to the championship game, I think, is the goal that I would always have for my team, knowing that every crazy thing could happen. And I think because of that, this weekend's game, because you have Saturday and Sunday, those games, I've, I've kind of come along for the ride that
0: this is my favorite weekend of the NFL season. The reason why I like it is because if Saturday delivers, you're like, oh, and I got two yeah. more games tomorrow? Or if Saturday doesn't deliver, it's like, okay, no big deal. i got two more games tomorrow. Right. You know what I right. – so I just love having Saturday and Sunday where the Sunday games next week have to be good and then there's nothing really to do on Saturday.
1: You could take the boys off for something. I don't know. You could do we'll something.
0: We'll be running around Saturday yeah. anyway. Right.
1: You know what's weird, though, too,
2: because I never liked the Super Bowl wildcard weekend, the okay. idea of adding additional teams, but I have to admit – it was nice last weekend to have six games. It's great. And it rolled right into Monday, and yeah. Sunday was great. So, like, never in the past would I have even thought about wild card weekend. But once you made it super wild card weekend. Wait till you get exactly. super,
1: super wild card super weekend. Super duper. Super duper wild go. card yes. weekend. Yes. When ten teams from each conference get in. <laughs> you'll it's go coming. Crazy. It's you'll, coming. You'll go crazy. Because
0: money, yeah. money will dictate policy. All right, Waddle's World is coming up. We're live at Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace.
4: 29-degree frosty mugs of your favorite brew, Scenic Fuse, and Waddle and & Sylvie. Well, two out of three ain't bad. Welcome back to the live Waddle & Sylvie broadcast from Twin Peaks in Oak Brook Terrace on ESPN Chicago. This is Waddle's World. And in Chicago, Tom Waddle. He can't run, he's not fast, but he gets open. Bears legend. Amazing. Nine career TDs in the NFL. He caught everything that was thrown and took every hit that they could give him. Tom Waddle. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. Welcome to Waddle's World. Come inside. Let's get weird. Let's get weird. And, let's get weird. and let's weird get weird. And We're weird get weird. weird. Let's
1: get weird. Why not? You say, get weird. It's Friday, uh, football's around the corner. So let's uh, let's get weird. Waddle's World's brought to you by uh, our friends and partners at Trust Community Banks. They're Chicago's banks. To find your nearest Wintrust Community Bank. Visit Wintrust.com slash find us. Member FDIC. Uh, let's give you the choice. You want a baseball story? You want a football story? You want a story about gonorrhea? <laughs>
0: How can we not go by what's behind door number three? I don't know. It's a I don't know if you if you I want, mean,
1: if, it, you want if, right? if you want if want mean, the, the mystery
0: story first or you want to wait for no it. No, no I I think <laughs> let, <laughs> let 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 let's play fast and loose literally so you want a baseball story <laughs> no give does, me the big G does this preclude the us? Big, the big G is that what they call it? I don't know do they call I, gonorrhea the big G I don't I've never heard it called that before. Listen, as I told you the other day, I, I don't give it to me. Give me the story. I don't. I don't want gonorrhea. Gotta let that breathe so someone back at the shop can cut that up nice. This doesn't preclude us from getting the
1: baseball and football story, right? right no, now. no, right. you can have it all. It's okay. just a matter when you get it. All right. It's like do you want to open the big, big presents on your birthday. You want to open up the little ones and lead
0: up to what, it. What do you usually do? I go for the big stuff first. Do you? Yeah. They're usually the letdown, aren't they? Yeah, so you get that out of the way. And then you find, you know
1: what? I got some beef jerky and some Slim Jims in my stocking. And you know what? I'm happier about that than the crappy present yes. that Mama Dad bought me anyway. Yes, yes. By the way, my wife put Slim Jims in my, my stocking. I hadn't had a Slim Jim in like. <laughs> <laughs> what?
0: what? What? What are you looking at me like that for? It's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I love that. That just makes you happy.
1: What, Wait, what, when's what? the last time you had a Slim Jim? Probably last Christmas when my wife put a Slim Jim in my stocking. Happy new Slim Jim! I was and Bubble Yum, oh. Slim Jim, Bubble Yum, She's... and I think some Tums. <laughs> yeah, I, I would hope so.
0: I think it's that, the socks. That's the order. Yeah. He'll eat some Slim Jims. Then he'll clean his teeth with the bubble yum because he's got some of the meat still stuck in his sure. teeth. yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden you hear him burping through the hall. Some of that Slim Jim's coming up on me. That's what he said about the pizza yesterday. What that What's that pizza was great. It was. I was. Got, got a little, what would you say, heartburn? Got a little, no,
1: a little bit is coming back off. A little indigestion.
0: Mellor, what do you mean? What is in your stocking? What does your wife put in your Christmas? What does Santa put in your Christmas stocking? I'll show you what I got. I, I brought something that I got in my stocking. I'm trying to think what led like I don't think You
1: laugh lost. at a Slim Jim. i just don't shocked. make me get, you know, what's his name over here? Well he's he's gone now. Who's the guy that was doing Slim Jim commercials? The wrestling Randy, guy? Randy Macho. Macho man, man. yeah, he's he's, he's not,
0: not with us anymore. I get like this sort of stuff. Oh you
1: got a bunch of nuts
0: in your in your stocking. I get nuts in my Here's stocking a like shock. Like like uh, I get like uh
2: you not know duo? Nut duo. It's everything but bacon. Well, everything right.
0: Like my my wife gets me like snacks for the Twitch crew. Like snacks from Trader Joe's. To my, my in, my, in my book, nothing better than Trader Joe's snacks. Pound for pound, Trader Joe's now has got the, nut duo. the best. Snacks. That's what it says. Not in the duo. Middle. Left in yeah. everything but the bagel. Right duo. So these these cashews and almonds are like seasoned, like an everything bagel. You would like this because you I remember be, how yeah. you
4: used to like the everything no,
0: bagel. I love
1: I, I love I love a, a nice bag a of nuts. Try this. But hey, no, I can't. My wife's you, deathly allergic you, to why to won't cashews. You, Why no, won't you try that here? I know, but I may go oh. home and kiss my wife, yeah. and then I end up in the emergency room at two a.m. Wait, what, that is, nice hot it, you, session between oh yeah. the walls—is it going to stick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's residue. you got to be careful. Yeah,
2: you got to be careful. What kind of mess oh, yeah. you put your mouth? You got to be careful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I may come home and even like hours later. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I've, yeah, you got to be sensitive to that, don't you? Walk home as soon as you walk in the door when you get home, you give your wife a nice open mouth kiss.
0: My my come son, work. my son is a. Uh, oh. No, is that what you you guys are still open doing? Mouth. That? Nice. When you see her, you're doing an open why, mouth. Why not Why don't you? Open mouth, huh? I'm not against it. Don't get me wrong. I'm joking. still for no. the open mouth. I care. was gonna say, but a my wife
1: and I high five
0: each other after 32 years. I was gonna say, hey, I'm, you're home. Yeah, high five. A hello, open mouth kiss. Yeah, I'm like, lucky if I get acknowledged when I walk in the door. <laughs> <of> the <stairs. laughs>
1: you got a big bag of nuts. What do you want? What more do you want? She gave you a big bag of nuts. You wanna. You know, I'm just saying, Meller, what, so what's in your Christmas stocking? I think that, like, honestly, I think candy
2: canes was the last thing that was put in the uh, the, this, the stocking. Yeah. I mean, right. I'm sorry, we can't all get slim gyms. <laughs> I didn't know that was on the table, to be honest How about, with like, you. a fantasy yeah? football guide? Like, nah. Fantasy football. I'm the fantasy football expert. It, it'd be like a, a shot. <laughs> oh. I'm a slim gym expert. I don't need to consume fantasy football guides. It's December 26th. Your fantasy football season is over. Here's a fantasy football guide for you. By the way, do you guys want
1: to hear the gonorr- uh, gonorrhea yes, story? Can I give give us know. the big G. Yeah. i okay. I'm not going to give you the big G. I don't have the big G. Okay. But I can inform you on the story. U.S. is investigating the first cases of concerning new drug-resistant gonorrhea strain. Okay. Health authorities in Massachusetts announced uh, uh, yesterday... They have identified two cases of a new strain of gonorrhea that appears to have developed resistance to a broad swath of antibiotic treatments. Okay, so you, you Inve- gotta be safe. Investigate. So the old, the old Dick Tracy, of course, yes. <laughs> you should be safe anyway. The old uh, joke of just a, give me a shot of penicillin doesn't it'd, seem to be in play. Uh, here. It'd, be, it'd be penicillin resistant. Investigators are now working with the Center for Disease Control and Prevention to test other samples collected from gonorrhea cases in the state. Massachusetts also conducted contact tracing to find out if the dr- uh, drug-resistant strain has spread to others. All I'm saying is be careful out there.
0: Yes, right. So I mean, for, part of Waddle's world is about public service. So for all the people dating, mm-hmm. um, make sure, doubly make sure that you're practicing safe conduct out there. Make sure your Slim Jim is wrapped. Yes. Or,
1: or you have access to killer antibiotics that could kill anything. Right? Yes.
0: We don't know if there is one out there, there yeah. with a big G.
1: By the way, this is a weird story that you pointed out to me earlier. Michigan has fired their offensive coordinator, Matt Weiss, amid computer access crimes investigation. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, computer access crimes. Yeah, Uh, he's under investigation by university police for a, quote, a report of computer access crimes at the school's football facilities. In a statement, Athletic Director Ward Manuel said the termination came after a review of university policies statement added that the school would not comment any further. I, I, I'm i trying to connect some dots here. But uh, Weiss was fired. Uh, it's uh, Firing is expected to be for cause, and there's a clause in his contract that includes for clause firing for both conviction of a felony
0: along with a conduct clause for morality. This sounds like this is dialed up when it says computer access, yes. that this is something really bad. Yes. The Sounds way. like that
1: there was something being accessed
0: on that computer. That was like, I, yeah, yeah, I, bu- yeah. I could. By the
1: way, he had quite the job. Uh, he was making eight hundred fifty thousand dollars in base salary and was slated to earn a four hundred thousand dollar bonus as the offensive coordinator for the Michigan Wolverines. I'll tell you
0: what, they're on top of the world, beating Ohio State. Yeah, being a Final Four team, and ever since then, all hell has broken loose. In the Michigan program with the Jim Harbaugh accusations that he doesn't seem to remember. Them losing to TCU, who then got smoked in the championship game. Now this. Yeah, it's not good. Uh,
1: Deion Sanders, we all thought that he would go to Colorado and have a very good uh, success rate with actually... Recruiting players. Yeah. It looks like he has. It says he has flipped one of the top cornerbacks in all the nation. A guy that will now come to Colorado. Huge flip uh, from from Miami. Lance Cormani McLean, as the top cornerback decides to go to Colorado. I don't think that's going to be the last player that does something similar. I am so intrigued. By the way, he was the number four overall prospect. Yes. I am so intrigued to see
0: how Dion does. At the University of Colorado. I've been watching all the social media videos that have come out from Dion. Did you see his tight ends, coach, too? I did. Have his players stand up and sit down. He goes, when I tell you guys to stand up straight, you stand up straight. And, like, it was like a scene out of the Army. And and all the the whole room, stand up. And they all stand up, sit back down. Stand up. and and, and Will it equate to wins on Saturday? We'll see. Like, it's all... But he's getting guys. I'm telling you, to me,
1: it's one of the most appealing stories in the entire college football on the, the landscape going forward. And,
0: and it wasn't an easy job of where he where he won Jackson State. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, he turned that program around.
2: Yeah. But my question is, how many wins? Because I think he's going to burn bright, but he'll, it'll burn quickly. And I think he'll be off to a new location. Don't you – would you – I, like said, oh, an eight nine win team. Mel in Colorado? Taco yeah, was off you're quickly. right. I mean, listen, like if he, he'll be
1: off if he wins at Colorado. Pastures, absolutely. Yeah, yeah he'll if be in like the SEC one or two years. Yeah, you know.
5: And think of the Pac-12 too. The Pac-12 is not very strong outside of like USC. So Colorado could be that pop up team. He goes out, wins nine ten games, and then off to an SEC school.
1: It's true. Well, Tyler, what'd you have in your your stocking this summer, uh this Christmas?
5: Um, I had some snacks. As well. I think I did have a Slim Jim in mine See? too. Yeah. Wow. I think I, had I did a
1: Slim Jim on Christmas. That thing There's gets no deleted way. pretty
5: quickly. I don't, quickly. Believe, you. I don't believe you, Tyler. What do you mean? There's what no you chance think? you had what? a
2: Slim Jim in your in your stocking why don't, this past why, Christmas. Why don't you really? believe that? I didn't know you were a Slim Jim guy. You think he's guy. just copying Waddle? Here's
5: the thing is, you don't he's have to be a Slim Jim favor? guy just to get a Slim Jim in your stocking. I didn't
2: know Slim Jim's were like a universal invited,
1: Christmas gift. We invited Tyler over for Christmas, and he there
2: had a stocking. You go. Okay. And my wife that makes, makes more Jim sense. I didn't know they were universally given as a Christmas stocking
0: giver. I mean,
1: everything is.
2: like I,
0: Our stockings have everything in them. Tyler is the son that
1: Waddle never had. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. It is. I awesome, have
5: offered man. to help you move the furniture, too. He did. He, he, did. he asked Twice. me every
1: day if I need help uh, this weekend. Miller, you never do that. I don't. You never I ask you, me I, if I need help with anything. Guilty. Man. I have not. You're right. <laughs> uh, the Bengals have officially uh, announced that their left tackle, Jonah Williams, and right guard, Alex Kappa, uh, out for this game. So they'll have three reserves on their offensive line. I'm still, still giving the Bengals a chance. Still in? Oh yeah. Still the thing is, Jonah win. Williams as
2: he's their starting left tackle, but he led the league in sacks given right. up. So it's a
1: matter of okay, how bad is the downgrade going to be? Right. Who steps in? It's a good question, Jeff. I don't have the answer just yet, but I do have a story for you about uh, Meth, and I'll bring that. You to always You always do when we come back.
4: Waddle, Sylvie, Twin Peaks. Oak Brook Terrace, we're back at the live show on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Get ready to play the game that's sweeping the nation, public drunkenness, exotic animals, dumb criminals, random stabbings maybe just some good old-fashioned debauchery Ah. everything's on the table it's the sunshine state versus the buckeye state as we play florida or ohio and as always listeners feel free to play along at home
0: by 19 crimes wine 19 crimes wine tells the story of rule breakers who beat the odds and became infamous. I had a bottle last night. And when I say bottle, I mean I had a bottle. Pick up a bottle today and live infamously on your own terms. A giant one or a normal one? No, regular size bottle, one. yeah. Four glasses. Yeah. Uh, I pointed out to Meller, you know how sometimes the computer's always listening? Yeah. And the the advertisement, I'm on ESPN.com. Sure enough, look at this, Waddle. Toenail clippers for seniors? Yeah. Look it. Uh, yeah, hook me up. thanks you. Cut, makes it cutting, knows.
2: Makes cutting Flat. thick and ingrown toenails
1: effortless. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a master of that. I know how to do that.
2: So no, you know.
0: but you, you have bad toes, and you need yeah. your toes clipped. I do. It's like a pair I of clip pliers. My toes. Dude, you should it's see. It's what Waddle's toes need. You should
1: see the ones that I use.
0: <laughs> Industrial strength.
1: You don't use any. I clip my toes once every two weeks. My toenails. I showed you last time. I'm not showing you again. Right, I clip a... my toenails every two weeks. Tyler, what you got? Woman
5: kicks man in the groin for not bringing her to a strip club.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: Tampa, Florida. Yeah. No question. I want the details, but I'm already putting my <laughs> yeah. boat in for Tampa Odyssey 3000. All Elizabeth and Sherlock skin. Mason Binds wanted Venus. to
5: do was have a good evening. It's all most people can ask for. It was a chilly evening. And she wanted to do something fun, so she asked her significant other to take her to a local gentleman's club. However, before hitting up the entertainment, uh, Elizabeth first wanted the evening to kick off at one of her favorite uh, establishments, the Naughty Parrot.
0: Oh, the Naughty Parrot. Oh, yeah, and that's uh, Parrots, you know, Jimmy Buffett, Florida. Yeah. This is... Keep th- going. I and, need, and I need they, to hear more. And remember, this is over the the, the Christmas holiday oh, when... Yeah temperatures got so low down in Florida because it was so cold here. It was like in the 40s and 50s down in Florida. Uh,
5: Her accomplice told deputies that as soon as they arrived, she began ordering drinks and soon became verbally abusive. Finally, it became apparent that she was intoxicated and attempted to persuade the guy to leave the bar. When he said we should leave, Sherlock Mason jumped into action to save her celebrations and preserve her evening at Lookers. Still seated at the high top, she grabbed the man by the neck and began applying pressure in flight or fight mode. Her now opponent grabbed her wrist with both hands, leaving him unsuspectingly vulnerable. And with no obstructions, she wound up her leg and unloaded a punt right below her partner's belt. Ooh-wee.
0: Uh, that's they got, uh, Tampa, Florida, no question. And I, I, am, I am. This, I feel like I'm on the prices right, and yes. the the bell's gonna ring that yes, I, I hit, hit the it price
1: ex- exactly. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you. I, may you know it just for you know what's and giggles. I'll go with Panavida. Yerk's down there right now, right?
5: I believe I saw, so.
4: Yeah. J- yeah. Did you see the Jax picture made,
1: yesterday? Yeah, it was great. Fort Lauderdale, I think, is where he's at. Yeah, I, I think
2: Sylvie's hit this head on the nail here. Uh, yeah. I definitely agree. Tampa, Florida. It
5: took place in Fort Myers, Florida. Ah.
1: A little North, right? Mm-hmm. I've got some uh, some bad news for you, Sylvie. Oh, you want to
0: share that with us when we come back, or no, no? I just oh,
1: want to okay. tell you real quick. Uh, a Canadian Center on Substance Use and Addiction, uh, a government agency, is suggesting that more than two drinks per week is a risk to your health. I know. This
0: is, now you sound like my doctor. Well, here in America, like, it's, they don't think that way. Well, my doctor thinks. Define risk.
1: Well, really, well, this agency uh, stated that not drinking has benefits, such as better health and better sleep. And if you do keep drinking, Jeffrey, that uh, you raise your risks uh, for stroke and different forms of cancer. So give me a percentage. Uh, By what? You, uh, I don't know about, uh, a guy named Peter Butt is actually the guy who ran the,
0: the survey. P- okay. Peter Bug? Butt. Peter, Peter Butt. Butt? Peter Butt. He's Peter just Butts. upset that he's he's been made fun yeah. of his whole life with that name. Drinkers and now he's who trying enjoy to ruin everyone else's fun.
1: Drinkers who enjoy three to six drinks per week risk developing, for you, Meller, several types of cancer,
0: including breast and colon cancer. Uh, Why do you gotta bring us all down on a Friday? We're sitting here without everybody drinking beer. I mean, Travis is over here; he's a cancer survivor. I think we put. I mean, you're talking about now. We're all drinking beer. Talking about risks. Come on.
1: Listen, I'm just, I'm just gonna tell you what the risks are. You know what I'd say? The rest. I say we test the theory. You know Everybody what?
5: Try it out. So. We need to start tracking this too because it feels like every month there's the new survey. A change. Of, yeah, yeah, it changes every month, so we need right. to start tracking this. I think.
0: Right. Having four to six drinks helps you. from getting this. A night. You're just mad because you drank a full bottle of a booze. I had last four night. last night. Yeah.
1: yeah. Four and a
0: half. Is that what's in a bottle?
1: What By do? the way, it says here the advice is in stark contrast to the current guidelines out of the U.S. But the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention allow for two drinks a day for men and one for women.
4: All
0: right, uh, coming up next. America, America. As we're live from Twin Peaks, I don't want to hear anything more from that. Anything more out of you, mister? Uh, field-
1: there is a gonorrhea strain out there <laughs> that is, is
0: resistant to antibiotics. I don't know if you know that. Two more hours to go. Come see us at Twin Peaks Oak Terrace field Yates is going to join us we'll talk about the games this weekend but remember he knows ryan poles well what does he think ryan poles is going to do with the number one pick in free agency and then i'm going to ask him where does he think we're going to be talking about the, where the bears are going to be in a year from now we'll talk to field the coming up next